When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's Live in the Bream with the host of Fox News Sunday, Shannon Bream. All right, on Live in the Bream this week, we've got a twofer, two incredible guests to share some amazing stories and music with you today. We have got Tony-nominated actress, singer, all-around um, multi-threat uh, performer. Laura Osnes is with us today, and also her husband, Nathan Johnson, who is a photographer. He is a film producer, and so they just have everything jam-packed into one very successful marriage. Great to have you guys with us today. Hi, Shannon. Shannon Thank wonderful you. Wonderful to be here. Okay, Laura, you have brand new music out. Um, you did a lot of the writing. It comes from a very personal place. Tell us about your new project. Absolutely. Well, thank you, um, first and foremost, for bringing that to the forefront. I just released an EP about uh, two months ago in October. And after um, working and living for 15 years in New York doing Broadway material and bringing other people's stories to life, I now got a chance to share my own story and my own heart Um I had a very public kind of cancellation story in the summer of 2021 and felt pretty exiled and demonized from the Broadway community that I had invested in for 15 years. So my husband and I transplanted, moved down to Tennessee, and I started songwriting because I was um, just I, I was no longer welcome in the creative community that I had invested in for so long and I needed another creative outlet. And I feel like songwriting became a way for me to find my voice again in more ways than one kind of <laughs> literally and figuratively. Um, and I got to share my experience through song and it's, it was a difficult journey, but the album is called on the other side, because I feel like we are coming out of that Valley. And I hope that the music challenges other people to find additional outlets of creativity or maybe inspire someone that's been through something similar that I have um, and maybe just t touches the ears that and the lives that need to hear it. Well, you know, people may remember you from a number of things. Um, you want a reality show that puts you on a Broadway at a very young age. This was not one of the creepy reality shows. There are plenty of those. Right. <laughs> this was a classy effort. And you ended up starring in Greece. You starred in other multiple major productions in Broadway and elsewhere. Um, I always stop and recognize you in Hallmark movies, which I might be binging on this time of year. Are we um, all? <laughs> <laughs> we need a little, like the, the world is scary and terrible. Let's just face it. We all need a Hallmark movie right we now. We need a predictable love story Absolutely. to carry us through. <laughs> we do. Um, and speaking of love stories, you guys are very much a team. And I love to see just the um, just unfettered support that you have for each other. You mentioned this cancellation situation that you went through. Um, Nathan, how hard was it to watch that, to be a part of it yourself too, um, to want to protect your wife? And what more can you tell us about what you guys went through? Absolutely. That's a great question. And and because um, I, I, the way that we wanted to approach this whole situation, when this happened to Laura, very early on, we decided to attack this as a team um, because I, first off, we attack everything as a team. And so why would this be any different? I think um, it's easy to feel like, you know, uh, somebody that goes through cancellation is an island and like they're very lonely in this experience. So 
um, we really dove into it together. Um, it was very difficult to um, see the way that she was treated by people that, I mean, you know, my wife really had a wonderful sparkling reputation on Broadway. Um, I saw the way that she approached each show and the way that she, um, we had intentionally taken each cast under our wing. We had, we had made them family, try, you to, know, love on try to love on them. Right. And support them. And really you go through so many different experiences with them, uh, family deaths and births and marriages and all these other things. And so to see a lot of those people, and, and it's not everyone that actively came against her, but there was a distancing that happened and it was just, it was heartbreaking to watch. Um, but I do think that, you know, in, in the process of that, I, I went through a, my own journey too, of just anger, um, and where I just wanted to protect her. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then I think as things go on, you go from being hurt to being angry, to being, to actually having to, we both had to kind of walk in forgiveness and be able to, um, you know, let, let yourself, you know, forgive these people, even if they are not the ones that are apologizing. And so I think that that's kind of the, the journey that, I've been on. Um, and it's, I think it's helped us get through the season of just being able to team up together. We're stronger together. I would not have survived if not for Nate. There were, I feel like I lost so much and the things that we, we were forced to cling to what we knew was true and the foundation we did have, which was faith and family. And it's like without him and without our families and a firm foundation in my identity in, in something that matters when it felt like my job identity and all of that was really, um, kind of pulled out from underneath me, um, was so important. And I feel like as a result of going through that for a year, like we're again, coming out the other side, like stronger (laughs) and, and refined and having a backbone and choosing courage in the face of adversity, even though it's really hard and it was really hard and really dark. But I'm so grateful to have Nate on that journey. Yeah. I mean, your partner through the whole thing makes all of the difference when life kind of gets very dark and very treacherous for you. And for you guys, it was in the context of COVID and making decisions about vaccination and things that people have had to walk through and decide for themselves, for their kids, um, for the people they care for over the last couple of years. And I know that you had so much goodwill built up as you guys talk about with the casts and people who loved you and worked with you and knew that you were a kind and giving and serving kind of person. Were you surprised that your own personal decisions became fodder for so many people to kind of weigh in on what you were doing and what kind of person you were? Very much so. It was interesting that my reputation was kind of attacked overnight based on this one issue, which I never said anything about. I'm, I'm very, I felt like at the time I was very apolitical and I just, (laughs) I, I sing and dance and tell stories and that's my job. It's not my job to tell anyone how to feel or what to do with their bodies or whatever. Um, so I, I think I became a target within that community because I was silent on a lot of those issues and, um, just didn't feel that that was the way I wanted to use my platform. And, uh, someone sought out my vaccination status in because I had to turn down a a small job, a one night concert and rumors started flying. And a week later, there was an article in the New York post saying I was fired for refusing to be vaccinated when I was actually, and there were lots of kind of untruths in the article. Uh, They made it seem like I was vague about my status Um, When really I was, there's email documentation of me telling the truth. I was actually truthful. And I feel like I was punished for, for being truthful um, to the director who reached out to the cast and inquired about everybody's 
medical information. Um, and you know, it's, it made it seem like also like I was putting my coworkers in danger and that I refused to test. I was never given the opportunity to test and we hadn't even started rehearsals yet. So there was clearly kind of this, this vendetta against anyone that wasn't going along with, um, what was publicly acceptable at the time. And I was very quiet about it, but it was made very public overnight and transformed my life. <laughs> yeah, and I think going back to your question too, I think that um, we realized how quickly, uh, we realized very quickly how polarizing this issue was. Yeah, And I'm sure that a lot of your listeners actually have, have gone through some certain, uh, just a, an experience that's maybe uh, you know, runs parallel to this, um, whether it's at their job or maybe it's a the family that, you know, they want you to be vaccinated in order to see the kids or see grandkids. And, and so I think that we stepped into this thing, not really knowing how charged this was going to be. And it was absolutely a surprise to us to see, um, you know, people react in the way that they did. It was, it was unfortunate really. Yeah. And I know that you guys come from a place of faith and from humility and, from learning and walking through this whole thing. Is there any part of you though, that looks around and sees, okay, some of what we were told a year or two ago was not accurate. We made a decision that we felt was best for us. Is there any part of you that even though it's radically changed your life um, and it's been really tough to walk through that feels vindicated about the decisions you made? Absolutely. Yeah, that's a it's a great question. I feel like we're far enough out now where we are able to see that silver lining and the grander purpose in all of this. And honestly, this conversation is is one of them. I you know, it's like again, I'm finding my voice in a new way and other opportunities and ways to be creative and artful um and ha and use my platform for you know, something, something else that's good and powerful. Um, and to, to be songwriting, like I never guessed that I would be doing that. And our move to Nashville has been a beautiful healing one. People are kind and welcoming here. And we've met a whole community of people that we never would have met mm -hmm. had all of this not happened that we are super grateful for. And I feel like this is just the beginning. This is, you know, one year out, we're still, we're still, uh, you know, licking the wounds a little bit, but I, there is so much hope for the future um, that we're excited to see what doors open mm -hmm. because because of this happening. And we don't Absolutely. want it to we don't want it to happen for naught and try to just pretend it never happened and try to fit back in to, you know, the society and the system that I was a part of before. I feel like we're branching into new territory. Um, that's really exciting. And yes, it's unknown, but um, it feels like an, an open door. Yeah. And I think that also we're, we, the way that we've approached this is we've really tried to squeeze every single lesson mm -hmm. out of this difficult time, because I think yeah. you don't, you know, you don't ever rejoice in, you know, or, or ask for hard situations. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> so when you do go through them, you really want to make sure you take advantage of them. Cause I think that there are things that are available to us that you can only um, grow uh, and experience in difficult times. And I think that I, I can say that um, courage has been something and fortitude and resilience is something that we've um, we've we've really tried to attract that into our life, be open to that, be able to people that walk in courage, be able to challenge people to walk in courage and to say, hey, like and for for Laura, um, you know, in this cancellation crap, um, I really think it's it's about trying to show people that there's life after cancellation that you there's actually and, and you don't have to fear this and and so much and 
change who you are or cater to people that want you to say, you know, this or, or you know, tout this narrative or whatever. I think it's it's really about being somebody that lives authentic, somebody that lives with courage. And if you see something that is is not right, that you speak out and that you you live with your convictions and you and you um, live in a way that, um, you know, that that your children would be proud, your grandchildren would be proud. And I think that that, you know, is, is the kind of courage that we're trying to encourage people um, to. Yeah. Yeah. And I think on a number of different topics, people are feeling that way. Um mm-hmm that they want to be able to speak and they are hesitant. They're worried about their jobs right. and their sure. kids and their kids opportunities and all kinds of things. Um, and, and you all tell the story of a lot of that through the music too. And before I forget, please tell folks where they can find your music too, the new project and everything else. Yes. Um, again, the album is called on the other side and it's a five track EP. It's available to stream everywhere. And you can also buy it on iTunes and Apple music. Um, if you follow me on social media or want to search me out, there's a link in my bio, um, that leads to where the music can be found. I also have a website, lauraosnes.com. That's O S N E S. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's my name on social media as well. Um, and so I really hope, I really hope people take a listen and, and know that their story is also being told hopefully through my music. There's a song, um, called thick skin soft heart about that one. I love it. (laughs) Me too. I was like, I I have to create this like anthem for people that are facing adversity going like, keep your head up, keep your chin up, keep marching on. Like your voice matters. Your values matter. Um, there's a song called bitter about like the, the heartbreaking, kind of breakup I had with New York City and how I wasn't ready to forgive for a while. Like it really hurt. And I just wrote from a really truthful place of feeling as Nate acknowledged, there was a season of of anger and bitterness. And I, that's why I wrote the truth from my heart there. There's a song called Great Divide about relationships that have been torn apart um, over over these issues. There's a lyric like, how did this little thing create a great divide? We lost so many friends and, um, you know, I know families have been ripped apart over issues of the day. And so I just, I hope that people can see the truth and the honesty in my heart behind it and uh, connect with the music in some way. We'll have more Live in the Bream in a moment. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Why did you guys choose Tennessee? I mean, mm-hmm. I've got a lot of friends. We have friends in common. A lot of people oh, I know, we know. And <laughs> love in that area. And it's like, it's just such a special place. And I know for you guys as artists, I'm sure it, it was a lot of the creative energy there too. Yeah. Yeah. I think first off, I had a business, I had a photography studio that was an event space that was open for about 10 years in New York on the High Line. And um, when my business was shut down, you know, I couldn't even have someone in for four or five months and that crushed our business. And even coming back was very difficult. So first, even before any of this happened, I felt like New York didn't really um, didn't really take care of their small businesses like they should have. And I, I did have a little bit of a, I've got a little bone to pick with New York in that way. <laughs> um, a lot of small businesses were crushed. And so we went to, you know, we were thinking about like, 
what places are are open and what what uh, place can we move that's not going to be so greatly affected? Also, I was doing a lot of film work in New Orleans, and you had a Laura had a business partner. I have a business down partner in here in Nashville, and then Nate also has family in Memphis. His sister and parents and grandparents live there, and so we had some southern ties. We found we were coming down here a lot for various things, and thought. I don't know, maybe Nashville. And exactly as you said, there's an excellent music and arts and creativity scene yes. that's happening here. Vibrant place, yeah. um, and yet we live in Franklin, which is like 25 minutes south of Nashville. And it's also just so peaceful and charming. And I didn't know I needed that or appreciated that because we were on the hamster wheel, you know, running in New York for 15 years, that became the norm. And suddenly when COVID hit and and kind of quieted everything down, we actually escaped to Connecticut for a majority of the um, quarantine time um, and realized that like our heart rates slowed down. And what is this thing like called peace <laughs> um, in the midst of obviously anxiety over the industry and our futures? Um, but that ended up getting completely, you know, flipped on its head anyway. Um, coming here just has been like we're around the corner from like horse fields and people are kind and welcoming. And it's just such a different mentality that has been so healing for us. Yeah. So what's next? Haha, good question. Um, I'm diving back into some songwriting. I actually have a holiday single um, that's being released this week with um, my friend Chuck Wicks. We wrote a Christmas duet love song. And so that's coming out here. And then I have a bonus track to my EP that's probably going to come out early next year. And the plan is to release a part two of this EP in the spring, probably May or June. So I'm diving back into songwriting. Um, I happen to be a part of this residency show in downtown Nashville called shiners i'm and so intrigued by this <laughs> yeah because i see the poster i'm like what is this show it's kind it, of a vegasy uh nightlife <laughs> catered to the bachelorette crowd um definitely it's, it's pretty incredible the acts that that these uh cirque performers basically are able to do though it's we have like seven world-class cirque du soleil performers they all moved here from las vegas um and they're from they're represented internationally from you know countries around the world um and then it's uh uh, Chuck Wicks and I, who kind of uh, host the night. And the premise is basically we're a family of moonshiners. We make moonshine and you're invited to our family reunion. And when you drink the moonshine, it makes you do crazy things. And it's definitely, as Nate said, it's it's for the grownups. It's a little bit more adult humor um, of Las Vegas style comedy definitely out of the box for you um yeah it's but it's been yeah <laughs> super fun to be a part of something completely fresh and new and unlike anything i've done before and i am welcome there which i'm very very grateful for um and i think also you know right now we're we're developing some stories and some film and tv shows and and um that we're pitching and so yes. hoping to get some good stories out there as well um partners with some some great writers down here so you know hopefully more to come on that well, and we did a fact check. In fact, when you drink the moonshine, it does make you do crazy things. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, so, it's, a, it's a spectacle. You'll be wowed. It's like Broadway meets comedy meets Cirque du Soleil. Yeah. Fun. Okay. Because I know people want to see um, you guys out there and, and uh, you know, fold into whatever new things that you have going on. Um, I, like I said, though, when I am flipping around in the Hallmarks, if I see it, I mean, you've done a lot of movies with them. What has that experience been like in doing the Christmas thing? Everybody's like, it's so cheesy. But as we talked about early on, I'm like, I need a little happy a little cheese, cheese in my life. Yeah. A little bit. A little easy cheese. 
My experience has been nothing but joyful. I have absolutely loved being part of the Hallmark family. I've done five Hallmark movies. Three of them are Christmas and it's the gift that keeps on giving. I mean, they, they re-air every year multiple mm-hmm. times. And so it's, um, it's been a very safe and lovely place for me to learn film acting. You know, I grew up on the stage my entire life. That's where I feel like I know how to do that. Um, and I feel like Hallmark has been a wonderful place to learn how to be behind the camera. And again, I've had joyful experiences. It's pretty crazy because you shoot a whole movie in 15 days. Um, mm. Most of them film in Vancouver. And so Vancouver's beautiful, by the way. It's like mm-hmm. arenas and trees. Stunning. And, you know, oh, yeah. Listen. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I've been very grateful for for all of those film opportunities. And I agree. They're just they're there to bring you joy and uh, to have on in the background or sit down and watch with the family. It's it's a beautiful thing. OK, so I can see you guys, our viewers, our listeners I actually can't. You've got Lila the dog with you. What, <laughs> yeah. She's a member of the family, clearly, as our Biscuit Bream is. Yes. Um, what do you guys like to do for fun? I, I know that you said you know, when you live in New York and it's true, I've lived there too. There's such a fun energy to the city, but you are being ground down in some ways. Like it's, it's a constant, um, hustle and bustle. DC is very much that way too. But I think all of us had a chance to figure out during the COVID situation that changed us, um, reordered our priorities, you know, losing people that we love or jobs that we love or worrying about our kids and school and everything else. But there was that gift of sort of downtime. And um, what do you guys do in your downtime? <laughs> so good. We've been finding ourselves in like a, a cooking season. I feel oh, like that, that really became her. Nate's like a, basically a chef. I'm going to just brag on him for a minute and say like he could open a restaurant tomorrow. Um, nice. I, I feel so lucky because I would live on, you know, crackers and cheese and trail mix if it were up to me <laughs> you guys are living we're living parallel lives over here in the greenhouse <laughs> i love it so um nate really got into cooking during the pandemic and is still wonderful we're hosting actually about 10 friends tonight 12, yeah um so we just put up our christmas tree you know a few days ago and, and now that we have more than a 600 square foot apartment that we actually get to right cook, most of our fights actually happen in the kitchen it used to be <laughs> You know, it was, it was just one of those, like, you know, you're arm to arm in this little tiny. tiny kitchen with like a, you know, a little square of counter space. And uh, now that we have a little bit more room to spread out, it actually has become a, a real joy, actually. For sure. So, um, and then we also have some wonderful friends out here. We love to go hear live music. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I shopping downtown Franklin. It's oh. so charming. Uh, we will compare notes on that. Great. So many great little shops there. Oh, it's so perfect. And a lot of our friends have kids. So yeah, it's like hanging, it's like pool parties in the summer and yeah, hanging with the dog. We've been, you know, so grateful to have her here. She's finally like, oh my goodness, I have a whole house to explore, not just a 600 square foot apartment, as Nate said. Um, Although we loved that time of life too. Yes. Yeah. There are, there are joys in all of it, joys in all of it. And then wisdom, as you said, um, I I really love your perspective, Nate, like you said, when we hit those valleys, because we're all going to walk through them, um, right. to just take all of the good we can from them and the lessons from them, because I agree with you, the worst parts of my life are where I've probably learned the most. Yeah. And um, you guys are setting such a, a wonderful example for people to look at how to walk through those things. And you've got your beautiful new music and so many things on the horizon. Um, Nathan Johnson and Laura Osnes, Merry Christmas, you guys. Thanks for Merry joining Christmas. us on Live in the Brain. Thank Thank you, you, Shannon. Shannon. We are such big fans. And thank you for all that you are doing as well. And I hope our paths get to cross again very soon. They will. God bless you guys. Take care. You too. Take care. 
Listen ad-free with a Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. And Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. This is Jimmy Fallon, inviting you to join me for Fox Across America, where we'll discuss every single one of the Democrats' dumb ideas. Just kidding. It's only a three-hour show. Listen live at noon Eastern or get the podcast at foxacrossamerica.com.